This is Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. Again, we apologize for our audio quality. We're doing this from home, and the equipment is not quite what we're used to at the studios. Like a bell, the ground in Montana, Wyoming, and Idaho is continuing to ring after a number of earthquakes yesterday in two different areas. After an initial quake of 6.5, just before 6 o'clock Tuesday, in an area near Cascade, Chalice, Meridian, and Stanley, Idaho, the United States Geological Survey reports eight major aftershocks, one as high as 4.6, and 46 total aftershocks. The Idaho quake and aftershocks were preceded by two quakes, a 2.9 and a 2.6, near the northwestern corner of Yellowstone National Park. Authorities near the epicenter say there have been no reports of significant damage or injuries in either location. The Idaho quakes were along a previously unknown strike-slip fault, causing mostly horizontal movement along the fault line. Most quakes in the area feature vertical movement along a fault line, as the ground rebounds from being pushed down by glaciers in the last ice age. That ended 11,000 years ago. According to the USGS, the area has had eight earthquakes in the past 24 hours, 10 in the past seven days, and 40 in the past 30 days. A University of Washington model used to forecast death totals from COVID-19 shows that Montana and Wyoming could see 400 deaths combined from the disease by August. The Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation at the University of Washington says Montana is projected to have 268 deaths by August 4th. The state's peak hospital day will be April 26th. At the peak of the crisis, the study says Montana will have enough hospital beds but will be short of ICU beds. 100 ventilators will be needed statewide. In Wyoming, 143 deaths are predicted, with the peak day April 27th. Like Montana, Wyoming is projected to have enough hospital beds but be short of ICU beds. Wyoming is expected to need 53 ventilators. Montana has reported five deaths as of Tuesday night, and Wyoming zero. Disability Rights Montana and the Montana ACLU are asking the state Supreme Court to order the release of some prison and jail inmates to prevent the spread of coronavirus. The ACLU of Montana filed an emergency petition Tuesday on behalf of the rights group and wants either a full hearing or for the court to appoint a special master to oversee a reduction in the number of people in custody during the ongoing pandemic. The petition argues that subjecting non-dangerous prisoners with disabilities to an outbreak of COVID-19 amounts to deliberate indifference to prisoners' health and safety. Inmates in overcrowded facilities are unable to exercise social distancing. On March 23rd, Chief Justice Mike McGrath asked city and county courts to consider releasing as many people from jail as possible to avoid the spread of the virus. The petition argues that only some counties are doing so. And this just in, in response to that ACLU lawsuit, 
Governor Steve Bullock has issued a new directive to the Montana Department of Corrections suspending new transfers into state correctional. Last month, eight inmates were transferred to Montana prisons from states including Washington, California, Idaho, and others. Four others came in in February from California, New Mexico, and Ohio. A federal judge has ruled that the U.S. Forest Service needs to take another look at the North Hebgen Multiple Resources Project, the potential impacts for habitat for wolverines and elk on the north side of the lake. U.S. District Judge Dana Christensen's ruling keeps the 5,600-acre project on hold. Various groups say the work threatens wildlife habitat near the lake north of of West Yellowstone. Officials with the Crow Tribe have set up five roadside safety checkpoints to stop non-tribal members fleeing the COVID-19 pandemic from entering the Crow Reservation. The Crow Tribe has no reported cases of COVID-19 as of Tuesday, and tribal officials say that's the reason some people from out of state have come to tribal land to park their RVs and campers. Interstate 90 through the Crow Reservation, however, remains open. A 977-acre expansion of the Spring Creek Mine, the state's largest coal mine, has been approved. The mine is located near the Wyoming border. The Montana Department of Environmental Quality gave its final approval to the expansion on Monday, extending the life of the mine by four years to 2031. The expansion will include about 72 million tons of coal and is expected to keep production at 18 million tons a year for the four years. The project is also expected to produce up to $59.5 million in state taxes and will employ up to 340 workers. The Navajo Transitional Energy Company bought the 275-worker Spring Creek strip mine and two mines in Wyoming last year from the bankrupt Cloud Peak Energy. The new owner of several large tracts of Montana timberland does not intend to break long-standing access agreements, allowing people to use the lands for hunting and fishing. Company officials of Georgia-based Southern Pines Plantation completed that purchase on March 26. They bought 984 square miles from Washington State timber giant Weyerhaeuser. The new owner says it has no intention of changing historic public access. Southern Pine Plantation Vice President Pat Patton said his company plans to renew the agreement with the state of Montana. Again, if you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on anchor.fm, j-scott, or check out our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB web pages. We are heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountain Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.